Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, now, just let me finish my pork pie. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a manic day, but I'm in a good mood. Hang on, just before we start, I want to get some more mustard. What mustard? Is it American mustard, French mustard, Dijon mustard? Get on mustard? this, get on this, William Hansen. Oh my word, it's Fortman Mason's hot English. <laughs> well, I love a bit of hot English. Talking of Fortnum sauces, when I went there the other day, their creamed horseradish... Creamed horseradish, as you may know, is supposed to be the sort of the slightly less intense version of horseradish. Good God, blows your brain off. Hang on, I'm not, I'm the only one that hasn't got munchets. Ben's eating Doritos, you're eating a pork pie, and all I've got is the D. That's standard for you. I know we always pick on him, right? And we, we say it again, I love him, but how camp does he eat Doritos? <laughs> Look at him. Doritos. Ooh! Cool Doritos! Ooh! <laughs> More Doritos for me! Ooh. Oh, he, 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 look, he stuck his little finger out. Scrumptious! <laughs> this industry is tough, kid. You need to get some backbone if you want to make your way. Hello, and welcome to Help I Sex and My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions... Mustard's repeating on me now, hang on. <clears throat> Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do I go about learning Latin delic... delic... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the script before. I said to Ben you'd have no chance of reading this word. <laughs> I didn't read the script, I'm not going to lie, I'm reading it now for the first time. Like, how do I go about learning Latin... The good news is at least you can sight read. <laughs> Like, how do I go about learning Latin delicalisations? Declensions. <laughs> I said it last week. Oh, God, that's... In your accent, that sounds so nice. Say it again. 
declensions. Like, uh, declensions? Like, how do I go about learning Latin declensions? And should we sack off queuing in the normal world? And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed... I mean, that's the- not what the script says. It says the new normal. Oh, and should we sack off... world isn't even written. I, I've not read it. Sorry, I know this is unprofessional. I've just, I've, I'm just a bit tied up this week. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Hanson. Uh, and should we sack off queuing in the new normal? And of course... Oh, I've completely messed this up. And of course, what should you do if you've asked, accidentally sexed your ass? But we're not usual agony ants. Are we William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? Oh. No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter. I turn left, whereas you're just left behind. <laughs> do you get that? Because, Ben, that was sent in to us from Becky on Instagram. So thank you very much, uh, Becky. Ben didn't really understand that, bless him. Mm, I don't think it's your best. Do you, do you get what it means? Yeah. Yeah. What does turning left mean? Oh, just I thought you meant in general. No. So you both don't get it? No. Right, so on, traditionally, it doesn't really happen now. Traditionally, when you went on an aeroplane, when you, uh... you, they, they, take, they take your ticket, when you turn left, you go into the, the, the sort of the business class or the first class section. Very good. Actually, because of configuration of modern planes now, you often have to do that walk through business class anyway and if you're not in on the a few times i've flown premium economy i will call it the walk of shame through business class into premium and as i wrote in the daily mail once i always then when i get into premium economy i always put my head behind the curtain and just look through into economy to go could be worse (laughs) just to remind myself what jumper have you got on there are you wearing a is that is that your uni jumper is it just an american one no, it's an Ameri- It's this American university where, at, at which I'm a visiting lecturer. Oh, really? Are you, yes. How, this is what I mean about you. I, I didn't know you was a visiting lecturer at, at Georgetown. Georgetown! Georgetown! Georgetown Cats! Go Cats! Yeah! I didn't know you was... I, I don't ask me if that's their team. I don't think it is. I don't... I made it up, but I didn't know you was a lecturer. I once did a lecture at uh, Sunderland Uni. Hmm. Mm. I think it's twinned with Georgetown. Yeah. Possibly. Taught him about the tricks of getting into radio. Reminds me of when I first met a young producer, Ben, at a student radio conference. I was having a drink and he came up to me in his Stoke City t-shirt. He went, hi, I'm thinking about getting into radio. And I thought, well, you've no chance, pal. Not with the charisma you've got. I like listening to the radio, so I thought I'd be good at working. Yeah, it's... uh, not going to happen for you, Paul. And look, you proved but me in, wrong. But give it a few years and you'll be under me. <laughs> he had a top knot back then as well. Did you or did you not have a top knot, producer Ben? Oh, did you have a, a top-, top knot? sounds like something that you'd find at the top of your bedstead, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do top knots. They're too lethal. You can, mm. Yeah, you've got to... Uh, yeah. Maybe we, you should do an IGTV for our uh, newly verified Sex of My Boss Instagram account where you explain all the different knots. Yeah, I could do, couldn't I? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm not kinky, so I'm not even going into this. <laughs> right, carry on. Are we going to toast? Yes, and I'm actually, not kinky, by the way. I'm really, like, I'm Jordan, really not. Jordan, the lady doth protest too much. Do you know the meaning of that? No, but I like the sound of it. Go on. If you go on about it a lot and you keep saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, 
It's a bit like when certain pop stars in the past, I'm thinking Ricky Martin, I'm thinking Elton John, uh, have always got, no, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. And they keep on having to say it, and then eventually they end up being gay. The lady doth protest too much, that's sort of what I mean. Okay, who are we going to toast to? Come on. Uh, I think we should toast to all the G&Divas who took part last week for our last episode in the Listen Along on Twitter. Oh, to our live listeners? Yes, to the hashtag G&Diva party last Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. Your very good health. If you don't know what that is, all the content from that is still on our Twitter. Remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sexandmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. William, I believe it's been a big week in the William Mikey household. You've had some wardrobes fitted. Yes. Did you ever watch Harry Enfield and Chums? This is for the over 30s. But in the 90s, there's a programme called Harry Enfield and Chums. And there used to be two women. They used to get, like, workmen to come round all the time and go, Hello, young man. Oh, hello, young man. Just so they could be like, I reckon that's what you and Mikey were like with the wardrobe fitter. All right, young man. Can I make you a cup of tea, young man? Oh, aren't you strong, young man? How was this week for you? It was like you were there. No, it was uh, it was fine. We were thick with dust uh, yesterday. They only they only it was supposed to be a two day job, but didn't even have a lunch break, and he worked until about seven thirty in the in the evening. So it's all done, and they're they're lovely. I mean, the the delivery all the parts got delivered, all the wood got delivered on Monday, and it's a, a company we've used whose head office is in Wolverhampton, and they delivered on Monday. There was a two-man team to bring everything in. They kept calling back to each other going, Is there anything else in the van, Dave? Dave would say, uh, Just some wood, Phil. I said, It's all bloody wood. Of course it's wood in the van. It's a wardrobe. That's William Hansen there. Having to deal with working-class people. I can only apologise. I don't mind. No, I've got nothing against working-class people. It's just, of course it's all wood. I just thought it was a bit of a pointless answer. It's all wood, Dave. You never normally complain about wood in the back of a van. <laughs> Thank you both. Good one, that, Ben. Not going to lie, Gene Divas. Ben just told me that one in my ear. We'll give producer Ben credit there. Right, get yourself off, Ben. You're done for the day. You've done your job. <laughs> Go on. You've come up with a funny line. Go on. Look at his little face. Proud of himself there. My problem is when I've got... I think I've talked about this before. So, yesterday, for example, mm. I had a guy to come and get some uh, furniture to take it to the tip. And when I've got workmen in... Right. I go more northern and try to prove I'm more working class. Like, oh, you all right, Paul? Yeah, like, more northern than this. All right, Paul, yeah, come in. Do you want a brew? I'll make you a brew. I always make him a brew in my Burnley mug as well, because then they go, oh, bloody hell, you're a Burnley fan, are you? Oh, I've not been at Burnley for years. I went Burnley in 87, mate, right? We were in the FA Cup, and then that's it. You, you just talk to him about football for the rest. I, I just get really cringy with him. I'm like, yeah, I'm a grafter myself. You know, I used to work on building site. Up at six, me down pits before crack of dawn. That was that was my childhood, you know. Just being really cringy. You're... Do you talk to them? Yes. Do you not talk to workmen? No, I'm like, hello. Thank you very much for coming. There's the loo. There's the room. Get on with it, and I shut the door. Do you not? Oh, do you not offer to make him a brew? Oh well, I did offer, but he said no, so he said no, and that's that. No, you would, and then you offer again every couple of hours. I always leave him a little plate with biscuits out. Well, like Father Christmas. Yeah, I actually. I met, um, what was his name now, uh, this, uh, uh, Kevin, who came, I give him a brownie. 
You gave him a brownie. Mm-hmm. You bought these? No, William Hansen. Are you sitting down? You, you can see that, yes. I baked this week. You baked? I baked. You baked? Wow. So, you know, because I've not baked since I was scarred from the cheesecakes that my dad didn't approve of. Yes. In last week's mm. episode. See last week's episode for details. I feel like it was a bit of therapy explaining that story. So on Saturday of this week, I baked some brownies. And do you know what? They're the best bloody brownies I've had in my life. And I get it now. I get the baking. It's the giving. It's seeing people's face light up when they shove their face in your brownie. (laughs) What flavour brownies? Were these classic brownies? Were these raspberry brownies? Were these white chocolate, nut? They were triple chocolate. Triple chocolate. And where did you get the recipe? I found it online. I got all the ingredients from Aldi. And honestly, I'm on my last mm. one now. I've got my last brownie. And I'm going to have it tonight. We're not chocolate. I've be- I'm- this is the new Double me. Double chocolate. Honestly, I feel like after getting all that off my chest last week, I-, I do feel like this is some form of therapy. I'm going to go and visit some fields in France when all this is over. You know, because I couldn't go on that school trip that my dad won't let me go on. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll uh, maybe I'll come with you, take you up the Somme. <laughs> I'd love you to take me up the Somme. I really would. Um, but yeah, I get it now. That's why people like baking. It's not for you. It's Did not it go for well? Your... Yes, it went. It went so well. Andy, our caretaker here, when I give him, he went. You ain't got the old COVID, have you? I went. No, no. <laughs> He's a good lad, Andy. He's a lovely guy. COVID flavored brownie. <laughs> Bloody hell, mate. Them brownies, I had nearly four of them in a night. They were bloody lovely, mate. You'll have to let us know if you make them. I was like, thank you, Andy. I would love it. And then I skipped along with my little hamper and skipped off. <laughs> like breathe under camp. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so there. Oh, what was, wow. how was, um, um, I forgot your mum and dad's name, don't tell me. How was Sarah and Brian's visit to the social distance Brian garden? Brian Yes, they they came and sat on the terrace, which was rather lovely. Darling, you'll call uh, this a terrace. It's a fucking... Carry on. It was lovely, actually. It was lovely to see them. Uh, they stayed stayed for a bit. Got a, got a little bit you know, a little bit dull after a while. And apparently they want to come up next weekend as well, which is a bit much, to be honest. <laughs> we were exhausted after they left because when you haven't really seen anyone for however long it is incredibly draining being nice to people <laughs> in the flesh yeah mm. so um we'll keep it short next time i think did uh did sarah have a drink uh no it was during the day <laughs> and <laughs> no uh, she had some coffee just for the record right my impression of William's mum and dad are nothing like what they are like in real life. I started this impression before I'd met them, and then when I met them, it's just got... They are polar opposites. Darlings, we are here in your garden. We are socially distancing, and we are socially distancing, getting drunk. Woo! Oh, fucking hell, Sarah. Put some clothes on, woman, for Christ's sake. Woo! Yes! And with my boys, we're getting drunk in the garden. Drunk in... Sarah! William, go and get a fucking dressing gown for your mother, for Christ's sake! Talking of social distancing and seeing people, the news since we last spoke, 
announced by the Prime Minister is that if you live alone or you count as alone, because I know you live with with Joe, but according to the guidelines, you as a person count Mm -hmm. as as a single entity, you can form a social bubble with someone. Mm-hmm. Anything you have to ask me? Oh. Oh, this is awkward. Hmm? Yeah. Um... And we could treat ourselves as one household. And you can yeah. come and visit, you can come and stay, we can give you a squidgy squeeze. Yeah, I don't want to go into this too much. Because me and you have, have read the social bubble as something completely different. Okay. Right, what have you... What have you All I'm going to say is, I've decided... And we're not going into it, but my social bubble is going to be with someone who I want to do a squidgy squeeze with. And a bit more. <laughs> who are because, you allowing into your bubble? Because if I don't squidgy squeeze soon, I'm going to... That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what the etiquette is here. This is all new to us. It's new to you. Are you and Ben forming a, a social No, no, bubble? I'm not. I'm not social bubbling with Ben. No. Okay, we had that time in Monaco and that was it. We'll, there'll be no more social bubbles following that. William, I am flattered that you want me to be in your social bubble, but no thank you. I want to be in your social bubble, not the other way around. You're reading you make, it... Make that quite You're clear. reading it wrong, right? I think you're the only person that's read into it as that because you're so sweet and innocent. The, basically, the social bubbles are so people can go and have a shag. Ooh. Yeah, think about it. Think about what Boris has said. Single people, like... But I want to eat your brownies. <laughs> don't say that when we're talking And if about- we don't social bubble, how are we going to do that? I, I, thank you for the offer, but I'm, I've, I've already think I'm socially bubbling with someone else. <sighs> I'd love to with you and Mikey, I really would, but, you know, it's just... If you're lucky, one day. Mm. Mm. Um, I've just sent you on our WhatsApp group, I've sent you a menu that my friend Stephen has sent me from the 15th of June, 1905, so not that, you know, some years ago, over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Have you got that up? <sighs> Okay. Oh wow! What's this? This menu from Windsor Castle. Mm-hmm. So uh, Edward the Seventh was on the throne. Where have you got this from? Well, my friend Stephen sent it to me. But look on the third item down. Can you read that just for amusement? It's in French. Les buffets de vindes frodis. Yes. Les do you know bu- what that translates as? No. A buffet of cold meats. Now, what does that sound like? Picky tea? Yes. This is historical evidence that in 1905 at <gasps> Windsor Castle, they, in essence, oh. had a picky tea. <gasps> that... I think I might cry. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. A lot of French are going to cry at your accent. They had a picky tea in Windsor Castle in 1905. They had a buffet of cold meats. Do you think they had turkey dinosaurs and smiley faces? I don't think Edward Seventh and Queen Alexandra, that was really their style. Do you reckon they would have been a pub? I actually feel so emotional right now. That's so Can beautiful. you read any of, any of the rest of the menu? Okay. Poissons, which is fish. Well done. Uh, asparagus de Argentalia sauce monswell. Mousseline. This is basically this is basically me on holiday saying, I, I, pal, uh, yeah, we'll get... Do you want to... 
Do you want uh, two San Miguel's and um, we'll get the Flumeries Oaks Frasers? Is, is that what you wanted? Yeah. And um, the Macadona de Fruits or Champagne. Are you sure you wanted that? Yeah. Uh, and for afters, we'll have uh, Patisseries Perezine and Collar Blue Oaks Borkets. Collar Blue Oaks Borkets. I mean, I'm it's playing not it Collar Blues. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Corbeil au bouquet de la Marie. Uh, can we have the Corbeil au bouquet de la Marie? Yeah. Cheers. All right. Can we get some uh, get some bread? Start. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that is an insight into my holidays. There. That is. Yeah. And talking of an insight into your your holidays, something that we uh, you mentioned, you you teased us with at the end of last week, and saying. That you know may make it into one of your holidays in future when you're allowed to leave the country. Your stunning neighbours. Can we have a, an update on this, please? So I had come back from a shop, and he'd come back from a run, and he is beautiful. Okay, and then our buzzer's not working, right? I thought it was just ours, but it turns out there. So he's like, and like he looks like a Ralph Lauren model. There's me, just right. been to the shop, air like Chewbacca. So his girlfriend comes down to let him in. I just looked at her and I thought, oh, of course you're a couple. Do you know like when you see a couple mm. and you think, yeah. So we were chatting and I told her we'd just moved, we'd lived here for two years, but we just moved into this new flat and they just moved in as well. She's like, oh, when all this is over, we'd love to have you over for Pims. Of course. Oh, look at them taking pity on you. Of course they want me to drink Pims with them. Like, they just, like, they, and you know, you know they're going to have um, beautiful children. And I'm a bit like, my hair's all over the place at the moment. I can't get into my jeans anymore because I've eaten so, like, I, mm. I cannot get into my jeans. I look like Sandra D of Greece when I put my jeans. Hello, stuff. Talk about it, stuff. Um, so yeah, they they they're really pretty, and I seen them again when I was on my walk round the um, round the premises, and they were on a run together, and they run right past me. Anyway, ah, Justin, yeah, um. <laughs> clearly a fan of the podcast. <laughs> ah, yeah, um, how, how's it been this week? Yeah, heard the neighbours. I think they're making a lot of noise at the moment. They're having uh, having renovations. We'll have to have this drink sometimes when it's all over. And he just run off into the distance. And I was just like, some people have got it. Well, well, I think we're probably ready for the low point of the episode. The low, is it really the low point of the episode, though? It's the part of the episode where I sit back, okay. take out my headphones, and pretend I'm on a desert island with Sean Mendes. My friend claims he accidentally glued himself to his autobiography, but I don't believe him. I'll tell you the punchline after the break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So my friend claims that he accidentally glued himself to his autobiography, but I don't believe him. But that's his story and he's sticking to it. <laughs> well, it's clean. I'll take it. Oh, I sent you one. Jordan, I sent you one this week. Anyway. Oh, did you? On. I've got one. I've got yeah. one for you for your um for when you next when all this is over and you're next at your etiquette soirée, so you're at a posh one. You can tell this. Right. I'll pretend it's William. What's the difference between a badly dressed man on a bicycle and a posh dressed man on a unicycle? Attire. <laughs> Rupert meet Jordan. Jordan meet Rupert. This is the one that's a bit, yeah, he's a bit stupid. Okay. No, you don't mirror in introductions. You don't go Jordan meet Rupert, Rupert meet Jordan. You just do say you it one way around or the other. Uh, can I do the joke that my uh, my friend Tom sent me? Yes, yes, oh, do this. I sent on to you that you've forgotten. Okay. Had a painter and decorator round. He's currently a furloughed Virgin Atlantic pilot. He made a lovely job of the landing. <laughs> it's only funny because he all laughs. <laughs> oh, that really tickled me. Thank okay. you, John, for sending that in. Right, now, Jordan, mm-hmm. over the last few weeks, we've noticed a lot of Algae and Divas sending in updates of what happened after we offered our sage advice over the last five series. Uh, Or um, maybe sometimes some of our G&Divas feel the need to correct or expand upon something that that we have said or misinterpreted. We don't usually have time to give the updates that we desire. Would you agree, Jordan? I agree. I concur. So we thought we needed a new place to talk about the aftermath of our advice, or as you'd say, aftermath. Um, if we tell you what to do after you've sexed your boss in one of these episodes, if we ever talk about what to do if you've sexed your boss, then the bonus podcast, we are bringing you a bonus podcast. This is is a great idea. Producer Ben has had one of his very few great ideas. This is, we're so looking forward to this. Yes, he's had to have a lie down all week after coming up with this, this uh, this bit of inspiration. 
we're going to launch our bonus podcast where we can tell you what happened next, next. and any other sort of snippets. So it's going to be like what happened next and extra lulls, isn't it? Well, potentially. Yeah, it'll be extra lulls. So we're going to put out a little bonus And I can episode. promise you no Jordan's joke of the week in this in this. No, we're thing. struggling as it is with jokes of the week. So just a little bonus episode. We'll, we'll catch up with some Gene Divas that have got in touch in the past and going to have extra lulls. So um, like William said, if you have got in touch and we've give you advice... Let us know what happened from there. So let, just write back in and say, you helped us in Series 2, um, this happened, or your advice was really shit and you've caused me and my other half to split up, or your advice was great. Whatever, just get back in touch. It'd be great. We're now in court. Yeah. That, that sort of thing. We want to know. We're not obviously responsible for anything we say, but let us know. The only thing, Jordan, we haven't actually agreed on a name for the bonus podcast. We should say that it's going to be out every Friday. So Tuesdays is main episode, Friday is our bonus episode. Jordan and William's bone us. I don't think we can call it that. Bonerus. So I've written down a couple of ideas. Okay. See, there's a difference between me and you. You actually prep for this and write ideas. Mm. I just say things out loud. Do you know I've what we're do you know what down. we're doing now? Do you know what we're doing now, William? In the riffing? No, no, no. In the ra- yeah, in the radio industry, we call this peeling the onion. So you get an onion. It's the onion's the idea. It's Valerie Geller. She's very good. Right? It's who? She's a radio consultant. Right. So you've got the onion. I'm, I'm holding. Have you had to have a radio consultant brought in on your show? Oh, many. Right. So the idea is the onion. Okay, and we're peeling away at the onion now to get to the good yes, bit. I think I, I, I get how onions work. So the, the idea is the onion, and we're peeling away to get to the good... I mean, this Could you just let me fucking finish? So we're peeling away at the onion, which is the idea, and as you peel away, you get to the good bit, and that's the core of the idea, that's the best bit, and it's called peeling the onion. It's a technique we use within the radio industry. Peeling the onion. Actually, the best bit of an onion isn't the middle. Often I discard that bit. Just crack on. It's the the outer layers. Let's peel the onion together. Come on, William. Riff me your ideas. So I thought it could be called William and Jordan Come Again. Shit. Next one. (laughs) I'm joking. Well, what have you got? I'm joking. We're peeling the onion. Come on. William and Jordan Sloppy Seconds. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I thought you would. I like that. The one I like the most is William and Jordan's weekend release. Oh. Ben is slightly concerned because Friday, he says, isn't a weekend. But there is a radio station of which you're fairly close to where apparently the weekend starts on Friday. You only have four days of the week. It's a bit like in the 70s when we had the three-day week. Radio <laughs> wants going sort of in that direction. OK, here's what I'm saying. Ben, mm. let's put it out on a Twitter poll. What should William and Jordan's new bonus thing? I'm quite liking Sloppy Seconds. You're liking Weekend Release. We'll put it out on Twitter. You can find out there. Keep but it. we reserve the rights to ignore. Yeah, democracy. that's true. That's it's true. a little bit like North. It's a bit like North Korea how we run this podcast. Okay. In that we, well, I say we. I am the Kim Jong Un of this arrangement. Okay. Are we ready for the listeners' questions, William Hanson? Yes, we are, Jordan. North. Let's do it. First question, please. Oh, yeah, Jordan, you're back in your bedroom. I'm using your dongle. And to think you won't even let me come into your support bubble. Do you know, I've just realised, if there was no innuendo, if we said to each other, right, no innuendo, we would not be able to do an episode. Like, that is the 
that is the premise of this. But like, if we, if- do you know what Mikey genuinely said to me the other day? I can't remember what the joke was, and I think you had to be there. But I made a very, very intelligent, quick joke, and he turned to me and said, slightly pointedly, he went, "That's the sort of humour I fell in love with. I'd forgotten that." Ah. Oh, oh. Where did that said, come from? Yeah, I know that's nice. I said, "Are you are you saying that we that that sort of humour has disappeared from uh, from my life? That it's become end of peer?" Yeah, he left the room. Well, how long have you been going out now? Oh, nearly nearly five years. Yeah, too oh, yeah, five years. It starts getting stale. They start worrying about you getting diabetes, that sort of thing. You know, it's it's. it's uh, <laughs> I can't believe you let us leave that in last week. <laughs> Basically, uh, <laughs> you might have heard it last week, but uh, Mikey's worried that William's eating too much sugar and he's going to get diabetes. William told me this. It's whatever gets me through lockdown. <laughs> William told me this, and I found it hilarious, and then I said it in the podcast. But we love you, Mikey. Uh, dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I am a new lockdown listener and have been loving the podcast each week. Yes! Much indeed. Welcome, Reece- you new lockdown listeners. It's good to have you on board. It feels like a lot of new lockdown listeners have been listening. So, yeah, thank you. Uh, recently, I have been talking to someone on a dating app. After a few days, we met up and had a socially distanced walk around the park. I thoroughly enjoyed it and would see him again. He was nice, kind, polite and texts back, which is pretty much all you can ask for given the current situation. However, as we have continued talking, he has started sending me selfies of whatever he is doing. I've seen him on the sofa, on a bike ride, drinking coffee, going to work. I find it really cringy and don't really know why he is sending them and what he is trying to achieve. For context, he's slightly older than me, he's 30, I'm 25, so I have two questions. Is there a generational difference? And for 30-year-olds, is sending selfies constantly acceptable behaviour? And what is the etiquette for asking someone to stop sending selfies without causing offence? Thanks so much, Connie. First things first, and I think, Jordan, it's the same thing. I don't think you can call a generational difference between 25 and 30. Okay, I was just... I'm, I'm like chomping at the bit here first of all Connie 25-30 we're the same age love right <laughs> speaking for people that are th- we're the same age right it might seem when you're 25 that 30's old but it's not okay second thing is when you first start going out with someone or, or dating someone you do send each other and talk about the most mundane crap and send each other pictures it should naturally phase out but it sounds like it's not with this old 30-year-old person. So um, I'm probably saying you're going to have to say to him, you don't need to send me selfies all day now. You Just message me when you finish work. Can I make a bold suggestion here? Um, you are the king of the bold. So, uh... <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> you, you crack on, sunshine. I think Connie... Is using this incessant selfie sending and actually kind of wants to split up with him. I think this is a sign. Oh, you think she's not that into him? No, I think she says she is at the top, but I think she's changed her mind and these selfies have put her off. I think now you've mentioned it, Connie, I think you need to go away and have a think about it and then get back to us for the bonus episode. Yeah, if, if you'd like. Now <laughs> our stock response to everything. Okay, next question, please, William Hansen. This next one is from Beth. 
Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, brackets, hee hee. Hilarious. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. that's a, just a little side note there. I'm not for the hee hee. I'm a lol, I'm a ha ha. I think hee hee's like hee hee. It's like, stop trying to be cute, you know. Sorry to whoever's written this in. I know that sounds... Beth. Sorry, Beth. Beth, I'm sure you are cute. I'm sorry. Just ignore me. I've had a drink. Sorry. I'm a teacher. Therefore, I really hope you don't need to correct any of my grammar. I'm really sorry, Beth. We'll see. I have had many students train with me. When they qualify and are looking for a job, they often put me down as a referee. There is always a question along the lines of... What you employ this person again? I think she means would you employ this person again? So we've already had one error. Unfortunately, sometimes my answer would be no. In the most recent <gasps> case, it's because the student often smelt of wee. What is the etiquette surrounding this? Should I be truthful to be employer? I think you mean the employer. And say no, or be polite to the student teacher and say yes. I look forward to your advice! Exclamation mark. Hope you're enjoying your G and D. Kind regards, Beth. Oh, thank you, Beth. That's a good. Thank I you, think Beth. I mean, it, it is this... interesting there that you have said that you are a teacher and you hope that there weren't any errors in that, and then there are two. So, really, good luck to the future generations. Ignoring Beth, I have given a job reference once to a work experience kid. I was flattered, actually. Put my email down. He said, and I was like, "Yeah, he worked, he worked on my show for two weeks." This was back in commercial radio, and he was great. And now he's bossing it at another stage. Anyway, that I presents uh, breakfast. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do, William. I'm not going to pretend here. I wouldn't know what to do if. Well, I think. Look, it, are you allowed speaking, to give a bad reference? I don't think you are. Right? Is it illegal? Mm, of course you are. If you don't think they're they're um, legit, to use the vernacular. To get in touch with the kids then yeah of course Jordan why don't we write a reference for producer Ben uh, oh god he's gonna love this he's had about four he hates it by the way when we, when he only gets one or two mentions per episode so this episode's all a bit about him and it'll all stay in the edit um, <laughs> oh don't pull that face I'm only j- joking Okay, our reference, my reference. So, you, uh, say a production company comes to me and said, "Oh, he worked on your podcast." Yeah, what would you say? <laughs> what would I'd reply in the email? Be like, "Hi, um, Jeff. Hi, guys. <laughs> Could you please call me because it's it's quite hard to articulate my points there." And Jeff, I don't want up. to put anything in writing. Jeff would ring me and it'd be like, "Aya, right? It depends what mood he's in." <laughs> I would say, I would say... He's a great producer. Oh, come on. He's a great producer. He's great. He needs to work on his tone on WhatsApp. (laughs) Oh, I messaged him. I messaged him this only yesterday saying, in block capitals, I went, Ben, I'm so excited when we can finally see you. And do you know what he responded with? Yeah, I'd need to work how I get into central London. Okay, I, I so did... touched, so t- I mean, so so much of an outpouring of emotion. William, I'm with you now. We're, we're, this is a, a metaphor for us giving feedback to Ben. If you come up with an idea for the podcast and you text Ben on one of his days off, oh, 
God oh, help you. Oh, yes. God help you. <laughs> because oh, yeah, don't text him on a Friday. <laughs> oh, God. Because if you text him on a day off, even though it's about a podcast that's 24-7, we're always thinking about, oh, he will let you know. So my advice, Jeff, is please don't ask him to do a bit of work on his day off because he will get the most passive-aggressive response ever. <laughs> William, would you like to add to that? No, nothing further. <laughs> we love you, Ben. Next question. Final question, please. This is from Lucy. Dear William, Jordan and producer Ben. I work... I think he I think he writes his name in. I work on a care of the elderly ward in a hospital. The nurse in charge insists on playing loud music, mainly show tunes and dodgy covers in the communal areas. This is supposedly for the benefit of the patients, but they cannot hear it. I am new, so I do not feel I can ask her to stop playing the music. I've tried switching it off when no one is watching, making fake phone calls, and require a quiet space and hiding certain CDs, all to no avail. I cannot listen to It's a Hard Knock Life one more time. Any polite advice is much appreciated. Many thanks, Lucy. I I hate this. I hate this when people play music out loud on trains. I hate when they do it at work. I I just... Being serious here, Lucy, I think you need to go Mm. above and go and speak to your supervisor. I really do. I know it's easier said than done. I know you've just started. And say that. Say when you when you go and speak to your supervisor, be like, look, I, I don't want to cause any trouble. I know I've only just started here. But especially for the patients, it's a big problem. And if they Why say do- it's fine, do you really want to work with them? Why do if I think maybe the issue I'm thinking, Lucy, is that you're just sick of certain songs. Maybe she's she's one of those people. This I'm turning into Mikey now. She's one of those people who says she likes show tunes, but probably has a repertoire of about twenty five show tunes that she she's on repeat. And if she is listening to "It's a Hard Knock Life" from Annie constantly, I can I I get it. It's less Annie, more Annie. Get your gun. I I I understand the the how that is. You get that, Jordan. But yeah, uh, I do. Um, just yeah, can I thanks. just put in there? Believe it or not, um, I know Mike. He's a big. He, he's a he's a grafter and a builder, but he does love his. <laughs> he does love his musicals. He and his other builders break out into a chorus line. <laughs> um, Cement flying everywhere. <laughs> um, so this the, is your area of expertise because you live with someone that's constantly playing. I mean, I love a show. I love a show tune myself. Not quite as much as Mikey, but I, and there are certain ones from. Certain There's no business like show business like yo. Oh, please. Um, What's that? I, why don't you bring in more CDs with other show tunes, slightly more niche show tunes? Hang on, more CDs. What are we in the nineties? No, excuse me. Excuse oh, is me. it worse? It, it says CDs here. I missed that. Oh, fe- oh, oh. Snap the C- CDs. Snap I mean, the- you, or you push the CD player off the side. Snap this. I mean, there's that's... nothing right. Oh, here we go. Snap my advice before. There's nothing more powerful than snapping a CD. It is saying something. Snap it. I remember I got grounded for two weeks, but I still don't regret it. My brother wouldn't let me on the PlayStation, so I snapped Crash Bandicoot. My brother battered me. I got grounded for two weeks, but it was still worth it. I can still see his face now. My brother broke my Tamagotchi in year three and I buried it in the garden. (laughs) Did you actually? Yes, I was very, very cross. Your Tamagotchi's still there under that ground now. 
That needs yes, to be no, fed. no plants have grown around that funnel. Do you remember you used to leave your, your Tamagotchi and it'd come back and if you'd not looked after it, there were loads of like little poo everywhere because you'd not cleared up after it. I remember there was fake poo. It's a bit like living with one of your brothers. Uh, if you want us to answer any of your dilemmas, then get in touch with us. All the information is on sexedmyboss.com. Uh, or you can send me a handwritten letter and uh, eventually when someone goes into the office and collects them, I will reply to you. Jordan, it's been an utter pleasure. And uh, rethink your social bubble, please, because I'd quite like to be in it. You won't want to be in my bubble after I've finished. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello g and we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema.